Thank you so much for listening to yet another edition of 10,000 Pitchers presented by our friends at Stimulus Athletic. If you're a soccer baseball, basketball, even ultimate Frisbee club. And, and you're looking for somebody to outfit your club with uh, game gear jerseys, you know, or off the field or off the court apparel as well. Stimulus athletic does all of it. And they have you completely covered. Jason and the team at stimulus are amazing. We have worked with them in the past. I'm not just talking from somebody who, you know, has stimulus sponsor this podcast. I am talking as somebody who has been a former customer of stimulus athletic and utilized them to develop our 10 K kit last summer. And you've seen the reaction to that. You've seen how much the people love it, who have gotten it. Um, I wear mine probably once a week being completely honest. So if not more, so that's, that's kind of the quality you're working with, with Jason and the team at stimulus. So, like I said, whether it's jerseys, whether it's, you know, off the field, off the court apparel, whether it's both stimulus, Stimulus has you covered. If you have a design in mind, maybe you're a designer, maybe you have a designer, maybe you really liked the design you had last year, Stimulus can reapply that to their quality apparel and jerseys. Now, if you don't have a design and you're going in kind of scratch and you're not sure what exactly you want, that works too, because Stimulus has an awesome design team and they can help you come up with the look you want, again, on that quality apparel and quality game gear and quality jerseys. So contact Stimulus Athletic, go to stimulusathletic.com, click that design tab, click that get started button and start your amazing process with Stimulus today and make sure you let them know Jeremy from 10,000 Pitches sent you. Here we go. Welcome, welcome, welcome in another edition of 10,000 Pitches presented by our friends at Stimulus Athletic. My name is Jeremy Rushing. Thank you so, so much. We're actually on episode 40 now, the big 4-0. Thank you, whether this is your first time listening or you've now uh, tuned in to all 40 episodes, which I don't know why you would, but if you have, thank you. We appreciate that. We'd also appreciate if you'd subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Subscriptions let you know when we drop a new episode, and ratings and reviews are big for our placement, and uh, so that way more people can see and uh, and consume uh, the 10,000 Pitches podcast here. Uh, also, follow us on all the socials. We're at 10K Pitches. If you missed my interview with uh, Zone Coverage and News reporter Jacob Schneider last week covering all things Minnesota United preseason, you can definitely go back and listen to that. Also, a couple weeks back, Futsal Society founder Caleb Crossley was on the show, and then uh, we welcomed in Equal Time Soccer's Matt Pervatsky three weeks ago now to talk all things go for soccer and women's college soccer across the state of Minnesota. But uh, on this week's show, we are welcoming in a brand new soccer club, the newest squad to enter the UPSL North Division, Inter Minneapolis, and uh, four of their owners actually uh, jumped on a Zoom chat with me and uh, great talk with them. I love getting to know new clubs and and kind of how things came to be. So um, awesome, awesome conversation with those guys at Inter Minneapolis coming up just a little later on in the show. But now, welcoming back in after a week off, it's Ethan Brandt. Ethan, how are the strained vocal cords? Um, they're they're recovering well. Uh, Good. Um, you know, just uh, the wear and tear of uh, the uh, the podcast season. Um, yeah, you know, you know. It, it takes a strain on you or it takes a toll on you. And um, yeah, it's been tough, but, you know, we're coming back strong. Um, really just excited to get back out there and, uh, you know, just compete with the guys. There you go. There you go. Well, we're happy to have you back. Uh, let's see how you do this week. Let's get let's throw you right into it, Ethan. Before we get to the NPSL North Division schedule, we're going to throw you right back in uh, into the fray here and let you tell us about, uh, let you tell all the listeners about uh, what we're doing with our friends at Spam FC. Yes. Uh, Spam FC, um, you know, great team out of uh, St. Louis Park. Uh, and um, yeah, they're just doing great things in the community, uh, both on and off the field. Um, and so we're excited, you know, to be working with them to, uh, you know, help, uh, help, uh, you know, bring in a little money um, to, uh, you know, keep funding the dream. Um, so if you head over to shopspamfc.com, um, you can find all, uh, all kinds of stuff. Um, we just came out with the, uh, the script collection over Which there. Is awesome. Just awesome. Um, and, uh, when you are over there, make sure to use code pod P O D for 10% off your first order. Boom. All right. Now let's get into it. Uh, biggest lower league soccer story of the week, uh, came, I believe it was Monday when the NPSL released the North division schedule, um, Minneapolis City, Duluth FC, Joy Athletic, 
uh, both Dakota teams and Dakota Fusion and Sioux Falls Thunder and uh, just, just and Med City FC. Just, just really excited to see those teams take the pitch uh, in meaningful NPSL action for the first time in, in a year and a half. So um, Joy Athletic, actually their first match as a member of the NPSL will be happening May 8th against Dakota Fusion. Uh, we'll have our first Minneapolis City Duluth FC Derby match in nearly two years on May 26th. And then the Dakota Derby between Fargo and uh, Sioux Falls happens on May 29th. Some notable early matchups. Just, just a sign that we're, we're going to get soccer at all levels this summer, Ethan. Yeah, it is um, very exciting that they're back in action, um, and uh, hope, hopefully um, they're they're able to all, they're all play, and uh, you know COVID doesn't play too big of a role. Um, it will be interesting to see how they handle that. Like um, we've talked about, like some teams are playing in masks, uh, some teams aren't. Um, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully everything goes well though, and hopefully that doesn't become an issue. Because um, I, I can understand for you know teams like this, it's uh, that'd be tough, you know, to lose you know half your team or more and uh, mm. have to uh, go play. Yes, uh, that would be so. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get enough of the season in by the time we uh, reach that herd immunity, or we get enough vaccines uh, around that it won't be an issue as we head into the summer. And maybe maybe later on in the season, latter part of the season, fingers crossed that we can actually maybe get some fans out to some matches and really um, give these clubs an opportunity to really help maximize the revenue that they can bring in specifically for match day revenue. That'd be big. All right, um, let's move on now. Uh, quick Futures League results. Riverside Rovers route Northeast Wanderers 11-3 and near North Edge's Powderhorn AFC 3-2 in the latest round of Futures League action that happened on Monday. They go in two-week intervals, so the next round of matches will happen on May 22nd. Um, so uh, go to Minneapolis City SC's website, mplscitysc.com, and just click that Futures tab for all the information on uh, the Futures League. I did want to give one shout out though, uh, as far as uh, the Futures League goes. Uh, the Near North goalkeeper, AK Say, actually had to play out in the field uh, uh, during their match because they were down two guys. So he actually had to play um, out of his go normal goalkeeper role on defense. And he actually helped keep uh, powder the Powderhorn attack uh, at bay. Near North won that match 3 2. So uh, a little bit of versatility shown there in the futures program he's got a he's got a bright future ahead of him for sure for sure all right moving over to the wisconsin side now ethan's neck of the woods in the wpasl uh hayward united unveiled their new branding they are now hayward wolfpack fc uh really dropping a new video new crest new overall branding switched over at 11 o'clock uh, I say this after this morning, uh, it's Wednesday morning. Um, so uh, just a completely new look for uh, Hayward United um, as they're now Hayward Wolfpack FC in the WPASL. Yeah, that's, uh, it's super exciting uh, to, to see these teams, um, you know, continue to grow off the field and, you know, within their community and, and, you know, in the state, in the league. Um and it, it takes a lot of work, you know, to do stuff like that, especially on a low budget, you know, like yeah. I, um, you don't have so, a paid videographer, a guy who you employ on a full or part-time basis to handle that stuff for you. So it's, uh, it's definitely, um, you like to see teams like that kind of take that initiative and kind of, kind of take a chance in doing that kind of stuff and kind of brand it, you know, trying, trying to brand their, their club you know, as low a level might be even at the grassroots level as, uh, as professionally as they possibly can for sure. Yeah, definitely. I, uh, I think that's huge. And I think that's huge, you know, for, uh, you know, continuing to just grow lower league soccer and, um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, fake it till you make it right. It, you know, if you look good, um, hopefully, uh, the on the field product will, uh, will follow and, uh, you know, you can continue to move up in leagues if that's like the ultimate goal you can you know add a youth program uh what what have you but i i think ultimately taking that first step and just uh you know looking um like better than you know uh key designed on i don't know yeah. it just it gives you something new to pitch to your community right like 
if, if Hayward United being, and just using them as an example here, not saying they are the example, but let's say Hayward United, just staying Hayward United, all of a sudden reached out to their community and said, Hey, you know, uh, whether it's flyers or whether it's advertisements, social advertisements, whatever, and just said, Hey, come on out to our games and be like, okay, but new branding, new, new look, new feel. It kind of provides that little bit of an excitement that may put somebody in that community over the edge in terms of like, actually, okay, yeah, I'll give this team a shot. Like they look cool. Like uh, I saw that video they posted on social media, like the, you know, it's new, it's something exciting. So it could be something that kind of just kind of sparks that interest in the community. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, regardless if, you know, if it, if it looks good, if it looks bad, if the video is done well or not, like, I, I think that's less important than the investment of, you know, time and resources into the club. And, you know, like, here we are t- talking about it. Like, like we yeah. wouldn't have talked about it if they didn't rebrand. Exactly. Like, I, a lot of the tweets got, like, pretty good engagement, you know, beyond their normal um, circle. And, 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 you know, that is something, right. Just getting, getting your name out there. So, um, yeah, I, I'd say regardless, you know, if it, if it's good or bad, or, you know, if you love it or hate it, um, it's more about the investment, especially, and like we were talking about, like on a, on a low budget, like that they're operating on, um, really, I, I think anything's, you know, better than, than nothing. For sure. For sure. And like you said, it just, it just shines a spotlight on them that, that wouldn't have been there, you know, otherwise. So um, shout out to Hayward United now Hayward Wolfpack FC. Um, you know, we'll see how they fare in the uh, WPASL season coming up this summer. Um, moving on now though, to uh, continuing to stay in, in Wisconsin, but also kind of Illinois uh, St. Paul and Ford Madison's own Michael Vang is currently a trialist in Chicago fires preseason training camp. And uh, according to, a, uh, you know, based off a couple of highlights I saw on uh, Chicago Fire social media, he seems to be showing out there, had a nice little goal um, and uh, a couple of uh, really nice, uh, really nice sequences that I saw. Just, just I've really been just watching their preseason training videos and seeing if I can pick out Michael Vang in any of them. Uh, and, and he seems to be doing well for himself and turning some heads. So it's, it's a huge opportunity for him. And, uh, you know, it seems, seems like he's taking advantage of it. And, and if nothing else, you know, getting some good highlights is on, you know, Twitter is kind of what it's all about, right? Yeah, Notice. you know, just, hey, continues to build the brand. Uh, you know, I don't know, what's the soccer version of Huddle? Like, you can continue to get his uh, get his Huddle uh, <laughs> huddle highlight reel going? Yeah, I don't know. I never, I was, yeah, I guess, I don't know if you can do soccer on Huddle. I don't think he needs a Huddle. Like, no, I, he doesn't. He's already a he, pro, so. Yeah, I think he's. <laughs> I think you've moved past right. the need for, for huddle, but um, fair enough. But yeah, you know, Twitter highlights are fun, but no, hopefully it works out, and you know he, uh, you know, makes it with the fire. Or, um, mm-hmm. or I'm sure Madison would be happy to have him back if. That's yeah, I mean, at the very it. least, this is huge experience for him that he can take back to Madison and and really uh, continue to uh, you know progress his developments. Um, he already had a huge season last year and hopefully he can build off that. And whether it's with Chicago or more than likely, I think he does go back to forward Madison. You know, I think he can really have a, like a huge, huge standout type of year. Um, Michael also a good friend of the pod. He was on a previous episode back last summer. Um, and he actually, this week was on uh, West Berdine's 55 one podcast. Nice interview there. So if you want to go check that out, I would highly recommend it. Listen to it uh, this afternoon. Very, very good stuff from Michael. And hopefully we can have him back on a, on 10 K to talk about his experience at a fire preseason training camp soon. Uh, would love that. Let's transition now though, to the uh, college soccer scene gophers doing big things. They sit two, one and two, eight points, six currently in the big 10. And uh, if you missed my conversation with Matt Pravatsky a couple weeks ago, he had mentioned that the gophers are actually coming off their worst season in quite a long time. So to be two, one and two, two, oh, and one in their last three matches, very positive run of games for the Gophers. Um, and they're, you know, like I said, two, one and two, while they sit sixth, if they continue kind of this trajectory, uh, they'll be in prime position in the conference as we head down to the later portions of the season. Go, go Gophers. Um, Skull Gophers. Exactly. Ten, big 10 soccer. What's the. What's what's the coolest conference name? Like, 
The Summit I, League is pretty cool. That's what, where St. Thomas is going to be playing in next uh, next year. So I, I like that a lot. How about the the Pac twelve? Like Pac twelve. I like the Pac twelve. Um, What's the big one in the South? The the SEC. The SEC. Any anything with three letters, I'm not really too too keen on. Really, I love I love the three letters. I don't know. Mountain West is kind of a cool conference name. I like Mountain West a lot. That is that is, that's a good one. All right. Anyways, um, I like the go, vagueness there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, um. So next matches for Minnesota at Iowa on Sunday at noon, and then they're actually going to be on BTN, not BTN Plus. They're going to be on the actual Big Ten Network next Thursday, March 18th, um, for a three o'clock kickoff at Penn State. So if you have regular cable. Or you can uh, maybe bum your parents' cable login or somebody who knows cable login to watch that uh, Thursday, the 18th. You can watch the uh, the Gophers on BTN. That'll be that'll be exciting. I, I was looking at college conferences logos, and uh, I don't know. I the Big Ten is kind of subtle, but I like it. You know. Yeah, you got the. Well, it used to be cool because there so there used to be 11 teams. There's like 14 teams in the Big Ten now, or something stupid. But there used to be 11. And there used to be a hidden number 11 in the Big Ten logo. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I could see where, like, they'd pull that out now if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cool. The SEC isn't that cool. It's kind of whatever. They've had the same one. They, they've literally, yeah. they haven't updated their logo and like. Just forever. SEC. Yeah, they're, um, they're, they're traditional over in the SEC. Just, yeah, traditional. Ooh, the Ivy League one is sick. Well, yeah, you got a lot, you got a lot of smart people there who can design it. Do you know? So. Do you know how crazy like going to like Harvard is and like being good enough at a sport to like play it there? Well, um, like the basketball teams, the the times that the basketball teams have like made the NCAA tournament. Like, imagine going to Harvard, but then also getting to play in the NCAA tournament. Like, that'd be sweet. That'd be nuts. Yeah. You think like when I picture Harvard, I picture like Hogwarts from Harry Potter, right? <laughs> like yeah i'm not there, right yeah yeah no no i don't necessarily picture that but yeah i mean you don't necessarily equate an ivy league school as like a prime uh college sports you know school but you, know, you do have times every now and then where uh where you get uh, a harvard or a yale who's actually really good in, in quite a few sports and can actually make a national splash which is kind of cool to see those um speaking of harvard you see ryan ryan fitzpatrick's retiring I didn't. Yeah. Sad day. Um, who was going to, who's going to tell people that he went to Harvard? No, it's not it's no longer true. in the league anyways. Yeah. Right. I feel like, I feel like anyone that goes to Harvard and makes it pro that's like the ultimate thing to bring up when you don't really know what to talk about that. Like, you know, like you're watching like a football game and you just don't know what to say, but like, right. you know, that guy pops in. He's like, Oh yeah. You know, he went to Harvard, you know, like it's kind of <laughs> you got to say it every time. Just go, down, just go down the roster. If you see an Ivy League school like Harvard or Yale, it's like uh, if, even if he's like the twelfth guy off the bench, you're gonna have to mention him at some point. Um, you know uh, the Lopez brothers in the NBA? Yeah, Stanford, right? Yeah. Stanford, yeah. Wait, yeah, Stanford. That's Ivy League, right? No, it's Pac. Oh no, no, I no. It is I, a very esteemed educational institution, though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I was, I got it confused. Um, I'm a little ashamed to admit this, but have you seen, um, to all the guys I've loved before on Netflix? No, but my, uh, my fiance has watched that. Yeah. Um, uh, what Noah Centineo is went to Harvard. I mean, Stanford and played lacrosse ah, okay. in the third one. Good to know. Good to know. I, it, okay. it was a fine movie. If you're like, looking, like it was fine. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll check it out in what little free time I have. We'll see. Probably not, you, though. You watch, you watch Tom and Jerry on HBO Max? Tom and Jerry's. Oh, yeah. Tom and Jerry is on HBO Max. No, I have HBO Max, though. I've been I've been watching, like, the – I watched Wonder Woman 1984 the other day. I watched Aquaman. Just trying to catch up on those movies. Ready, Getting ready for the, the Schneider Cut? Yes, I am very ready for the Schneider Cut. I don't – like, I don't, I don't know how good it will be, but I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah. You missed me like four too. hours. I am too. I need something. I just like, I need something like edgy to watch. Like we've watched that? like, like we've watched like Bridgerton. 
and we got done and i guess fargo is pretty edgy but like i don't know i need something like i don't know i just need something different i'm waiting for schneider cut for sure how about godzilla versus kong you excited for that uh yeah i'm i'm amped i i could be more excited for it for sure did you not did you not see the trailer like have you seen it i haven't seen the actual trailer for it no okay well that that's your issue right there like you gotta watch the trailer like you, you're telling me you didn't see the the aircraft carrier fight. Like, you didn't see that? No, I didn't. Uh, Sorry, Ethan. I'm uh, not that's all I gotta say. Well, I'll have to check it out then. I'll HBO Max this month. I'm excited. But uh, no, Tom and Jerry wasn't that good. I didn't like that much. No. Okay. Well, then I won't check it out. Uh, to be fair, it probably wasn't made for like 21 year olds. But yeah. Well, I'm, um, I'm 20. I bet. I bet. Going on I bet 30, you. I bet. So it definitely wasn't made for me. I bet kids would like it though. Yeah, well, my kids are four and two, so there's got to be per- they, they got to be the perfect age, right? I feel like Tom and Jerry is more like for like maybe like seven, eight year olds. Oh, really? I, I maybe don't know. maybe am I wrong there? Like, well, it's just like that. Like, I don't know. It's cartoons running around doing goofy stuff. Like, I don't yeah. know. I guess that's. I guess there wouldn't necessarily be a floor for that age wise, but right. Anyways. I don't know. It wasn't All great. Right. Let's move on. Interview time. Uh, very great conversation with here. Conversation here with Inter Minneapolis owners Jeremy Mitchell, Randy Kinday, AJ Elwer, and Sunilar Mao. Hope you enjoy it. We'll be back on the other side. All right, now it's time to welcome in owners of a brand new club in the Minnesota soccer scene entering the UPSL North Division this season. It's the owners of Inter Minneapolis, Jeremy Mitchell, Randy Kinday, AJ Elwer, and Sonny Lar Mao. Guys, thank you so, so much for taking some time to join the pod this week. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us, Jeremy. Thanks for having us. Thank um, I want to start, and I don't want you guys to talk over yourselves, uh, so maybe uh, kind of go in some sort of order here, but uh, why don't you each take a second and give us a brief summary of kind of your soccer background and the role that you play within Inter Minneapolis. Sounds good. Well, I currently right now I'm CEO of Inter Minneapolis FC. Uh, I started uh, playing soccer as a young kid in Bloomington. Uh, pretty much I started playing with the Minnesota Thunder Youth Academy that they had back then. Before they went, uh, before they, uh, they stopped being a team after that. But uh, I joined uh, Bloomington United, and I was a coach for a couple of years for their uh, youth academy. And eventually, I went to Normandale, and that's where I joined a soccer club, which is where I met these guys. Uh, but yes, that's pretty much my soccer journey. And then since then, we've made into Minneapolis just from playing with a bunch of together in college. So pretty much how it started. So my name is AJ. Um, I'm the CEO of, sorry, COO of the Inner Minneapolis. I kind of work closely with Randy and uh, player recruitments, um, overlooking some of the player developments. Uh, my soccer journey began in the Middle East. Actually, I, I was captain for my high school team for four years. Um, I led them to two, two, two championships and I played with Inner Minneapolis as a player for a little bit as a center back. And then I went on to play I was the president of Normandale from 2016 to 2018. So um, Randy and I and Jeremy and Sonny, we all, that's how we all met. So we kind of wanted to expand from outside of college and give every player an opportunity to play at the next level. So we kind of built a different culture and a good environment in the team where we welcome anybody from any, any culture, any race. And that's kind of a big deal with our club is we welcome diversity. Very, very cool. Uh, I got another Jeremy on the podcast, Jeremy Mitchell. Jeremy, you want to give us your soccer background here? Thanks, Jeremy. Yeah, so my uh, soccer background isn't quite as extensive as the rest of the owners here, but uh, I actually um, was introduced to the sport by them in college. I met them at uh, Normandale Community College in my very first semester there and, um, you know, fell in love mainly with a new brand new group of friends that were extremely diverse but then later on the sport I mean I am obsessed with the Champions League games going on right now and I'm uh, all sorts of you know excited about this team and the growth that's coming from it I feel like we have a lot of tremendous momentum that's just really exciting all right last but not least Sonny Hey, uh, so same thing. My background is not like extensive. Uh, growing up in Cambodia, I used to play a lot of soccer. 
But since I moved to a different country, it was like a little bit of a culture shock. So I didn't have any that many people to play soccer with until I was in college. And that's when I kind of started uh, joining the Norman and Soccer Club. And that's where I met these three, you know, wonderful guys. And that's how we kind of get the club starting. So for me, it was a really good uh, experience. We actually started soccer early, early on, but then kind of took a little bit of a break and then started back up again at Normandale. And then that's how the kind of the club took off from there. So all four of you kind of, in, in your own way, kind of put the pieces together in terms of how this club or how you guys came together to uh, kind of create and, uh, and be the owners of this club. You guys first came on my radar, actually, I think it was last fall, the Minnesota Fall Cup. Uh, back when you were Minneapolis International. I'm competing with the likes of FC Minneapolis, Turbo Sports, um, Granite City, um, mm -hmm. those clubs. Um, and then the preseason friendlies you guys uh, have played leading up to the UPSL season. And then the official announcement just a few weeks ago that you are officially a member of the UPSL North Division. Um, so kind of from from its inception to now, kind of how has the club come together and how... I guess, satisfied are you with, with kind of your standing and, and being a part of the UPSL now? Yeah, so um, when we first competed in the Minnesota Fall Cup, um, honestly, that was a brief idea of if we were ready for the UPSL. So as we went in, we went in with no training, um, kind of, you know, we were not as prepared. It gave, we didn't give in as much effort. And we actually, we surprised ourselves as a team from how well we did. So we went on and said, you know what? I think we're ready for UPSL. We needed some more structure, um, so we added Jason Popkin as our head coach. For He used to coach uh, Valor FC uh, previously, and he won the UPSL with them. Definitely. He's our current um, head coach, and from there, we went nothing but uphill from here, from there, and just continued to grow. Um, I think I think we've – you look at the team before, you look at the team now, we're more structured, we're more organized, and the players are a lot more hungrier for success. So I think that's that's a big part of the success, honestly, is we just became more structured as a team. Yeah, and one thing that we did keep uh, in this team is actually kind of keep it more like a family kind of team. Um, mm -hmm. I know most of the times a lot of the players have approached us and they've said that you guys feel like family. I fit right in. You know, I never felt left out. Mm -hmm. And that's one of our that's another key thing about the team that we've even got bigger uh, once adding Jason Popkins to uh, to the squad. But yeah, no, absolutely. Since the fall cup, it's honestly was the greatest, greatest thing we ever did. Um, Cause most times, uh, uh, most times, especially during the pandemic, uh, we were kind of hesitant and we were just like, you know what, let's just stick with the league that we're in and on, we'll, we'll, we'll apply and we'll, we'll sign up next year. But mm -hmm. definitely, it was a, definitely was a test that uh, even I was doubting it. Um, mm -hmm. Because honestly, I was like, I don't know if we're going to do it, if we're going to be able to do it. But AJ was like, no, we got this. We got the squad. And once I saw, like, the results, I'm like, you know what? We actually do have a chance. We, we're a team that didn't train. Yeah. We didn't train day, uh, weekly like these other teams. And so when, when we realized that, we're like, you know what? We got the players. We got the team. We got the morale. We got everything. So it's like, yeah, let's go for it. Yeah. How long had Minneapolis International existed before the Fall Cup? Uh, since 2017. Okay. And so, yeah. where, where did you guys compete before that? We were playing in a, a Spanish uh, Latino league, uh, Zapata. And okay. we were there for majority of the time. And then uh, I think it was like 2019. We're like, you know what? We want to take this a little bit more seriously. Let's find a different league. Uh, and we went with MRSL. So we, okay. we joined them for division two. And then we got promoted that year to division one, which is then the year that we were supposed to be playing that division. We, got hit with the pandemic so got it uh, mm -hmm. yeah so yeah obviously they closed the season down but pretty yeah. much that's where our uh story all began pretty much so if it wasn't for the pandemic uh not not to bring a silver lining to what's happened in the pandemic but do you think you guys would still be an mrsl if it wasn't for covid honestly yeah i for sure because honestly if this 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 tournament probably would have never happened if we if mm -hmm. uh if it wasn't mm -hmm. for the pandemic because um, you know, we saw the opportunity and honestly, it was, like I said, again, uh, probably one of the best decisions we, we, we made as a club. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Now let's go and get into the ownership aspect a little bit. Um, you know, like you said, you started the club in 2017, but I have to imagine, uh, things have kind of ramped up quite a bit with the ascension to the UPSL, bringing in Jason Popkin as your head coach. Uh, what aspect of, of starting or owning a club and ascending from the rec level? 
to now, you know, the pyramid level, so to speak. Um, what aspect of that ascension was more difficult than maybe you had anticipated? Jeremy, if you want to go. Uh, well, so, I mean, I think that that was mainly why I was brought on, uh, Jeremy. I mean, uh, AJ and Randy were the ones mainly um, running the club. And, you know, I mean, I was a good friend of theirs and I loved watching their games. And there was a couple of hurdles that, um, you know, that they would say, they just said, hey, do you know how to do this? And I was like, yeah, I know how to, I know how to incorporate us as a company and do some of these like more business aspect things. And I think that's mainly what I bring to the table for the team is some of this structure. And um, I, you know, I, but throughout all of this, Jeremy, I'm getting really excited and I just want to yeah. watch some soccer. Like yeah. I want to, I want to like, I want to see our team on the pitch, man. Yeah. Especially, I mean, you, you have that, you have that tournament setting against those other UPSL clubs, but now to do it kind of in a broader scale in a full UPSL season, you know, it's kind of time to, to see what you guys have made of, um, you know, see what you guys are made of, so to speak, but, um, yeah, it's got fire going through my veins. Like I'm ready. I'm ready for a game, man. I'm sure. ready for game day. For sure. You had mentioned that you guys hadn't trained leaning up to the uh, fall cup, but now you guys obviously are training as you lead into the season. Uh, what are you guys seeing in training and how do you think you're going to compete in your first UPSL season? Not to, uh, you know, be too bold here, but I'm feeling pretty strong, Jeremy. Just, uh, you know what, I'm ready to take on, I mean, like, I'm, I'm excited. I think we have two really, really good teams coming up here in the preseason. In Minneapolis City, they're, we're going to be playing some of their NPSL players. That's, that's going to be a challenge in and of itself. And then we're going to go straight from that. We're playing, you know, one of the, the Southern teams in the Texas Spurs. These, these Southern teams, Jeremy, I don't know. They breed kids big down there. And they I, like, we're going to be testing our abilities right here in preseason. We're going to have a pretty good idea. I think of where we stand. Sonny Lar, I want to bring you in here in terms of, um, you know, things that, uh, you know, the, the preseason aspect, you guys are actually getting ready for a season after a year of only playing in, in a tournament and a couple friendlies. Um, you know, are you seeing kind of that, that seriousness kind of kick in within the club and um, you know, how is that mindset changing now from like, Oh, we're playing a couple tournaments and all this UPSL thing, you know, it's, it's on the horizon to now it's like, it's almost here. Like we're less than two months away from the season starting. We're getting into the, like, like Jeremy had mentioned some legitimate preseason friendlies here, you know, what, what's that mindset like right now? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so kind of like coming to the season, I, w- I will not lie to you. Uh, like in terms of where we are right now, I'm a little bit shocked, you know, like how well we kind of put things together. So like, like I said, like this said before, last season we were only in like a MOSL, which is like a regulation league, you know, in Minnesota, and then mm-hmm. the pandemic hit, and then we all, all of a sudden we start doing like UPSL stuff. And like coming in, I thought it was like, so AJ and Randy was initially the one that uh, started the whole thing. And that's why I was coming in, I was like, hey, I'm just going to go help these guys out, you know, they're my buddy. You know, mm-hmm. but I didn't know it's going to be like a lot of work that she needed to be put together in order mm-hmm. to run a UPSL club. So, but yeah, as, as like we put things together, we have just, we just like four really ambitious guys who's really into soccer and want to like go to the soccer community in Minnesota. In terms of what we, what we are like preseason of like last year compared to this year, like I'm like, my expectations is like head and shoulder above like where we at. And I think we'll be ready. You know, I think we're going to shock a lot of team in UPSL because I feel like we brought in a lot of quality players and especially Jason Hopkins, who, you know, won uh, the championship with Laura as a head coach a couple years ago. So he was able to attract some even better play from his uh, practice and stuff. So I think, I think I shot a lot of people, you know, I, I like the direction we've been going and I can't wait for the season to start. Who'd you guys look for, I, I guess, to as inspiration for modeling your club? I mean, you know, there's the the Minnesota soccer space, specifically here in the Twin Cities. You know, there's, there's a lot of clubs and there's a lot of, I guess, inspiration to be had. So did you look here locally for inspiration? Was it more looking at, at professional clubs? Kind of who'd you guys use as kind of that model in terms of how you want your club to kind of be perceived? That's a great question. I feel like each one of us might have a little bit of a different answer. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think, Randy? I would agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. I feel like the four of us have different answers for that because, um, yeah, I don't know. I Actually, that was a great question. I actually just trying to figure out exactly how we wanted to do it. Um, I guess I, for me, I'd, I'd probably – this is the team – you know, I feel like this team is growing as it is, and so mm-hmm. I kind of want it to grow how it, it, it wants to be. 
kind yeah. of just you know, give it that structure, that foundation that it needs to keep going. Having its unique um, aspects, but I feel like Minneapolis City is one team I kind of see as a great example. Um, they have two squads as semi-professional teams, and they they're only associated as semi-professional. So I, and they're a big squad. I think after Minnesota United, I think the next big talked about team in Minnesota is Minneapolis City. For sure, they have a lot of fans. Um, that's why I'm really excited to be playing them on Saturday. So it's it's a big game. It's a big deal for us, and I'm really looking forward to it. Talked about being unique. What what unique aspects are you hoping to bring to the Twin City soccer community and the UPSL North as a whole? Because like like we had already mentioned, you know, the, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty condensed market as it is. So you know, what 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 are you guys doing? I guess to to be unique, or what do you guys plan on doing to kind of stay unique in that in that market and in that community? I think for us, what what separates us from a lot of teams is um, a lot of players get shut down from the other teams, um, not giving the opportunity because they're low on funds sometimes, you know, or um, the, the, you know, the politics get involved with us. We're more laid back, you know, not as in money aspect, but we're more laid back as in we're more approachable mm-hmm. and we're always, you know, always there for people. We always try to help people wherever they need, you know, we know some people struggle. So we always try our best to help out other people and give them the opportunity they deserve, especially when they have the skills, you know, some, a lot of guys that don't get the opportunity to do that. And I feel like our club is that great examples. We give people a lot of opportunity to play. We've mentioned the the uh, friendlies that you guys have coming up. You know, Minneapolis City this weekend. You're actually heading down to Dallas at the end of the month to play that play a team in Texas. Um, but you've had a couple friendlies so far. Um, so what have you learned from those? You know, obviously, playing in the Minnesota Fall Cup, you mentioned is kind of the inception of this idea of playing in the UPSL North. But now you ha- kind of have those official quote unquote preseason friendlies under your belt. What did you learn from those, and what are you planning to take from those and uh, and take with you as you move forward into these preseason friendlies and the season? Um, so, like you said, uh, we, when we played the Minnesota Fall Cup, um, honestly, we lost every single game. Our first game of the season, we lost four three to Turbo. Um, when we played them preseason, we did come out there and beat them six, one, um, same thing with FC Minneapolis. We did lose to them three, one as well in the Minnesota fall cup. We ended up tying them as well, two, two. So I think the direction we're headed, honestly, is there's, there's been a lot of improvements, you know, um, we're more, we're more organized, we're structured. And even despite the win, despite the draw, there's always still room for improvement in the team. Jason always pinpoints every mistake, no matter what, you know, and he never, he never wants, he doesn't want the players to get excited or to have hot headed, you know, like, so you want to, you want to be in there. You want to be respectful and you win or lose, you come out there and you learn. That's, that's kind of the aspect, you know, you live and you learn. We're just a couple months away now from the start of the season. Um, you kind of, you've all kind of answered this question in your own little way, but you know, I mean, how excited are you guys to see, see your squad out on the pitch? You've mentioned that you're, you've been really competitive in these preseason friendlies, especially compared to how you guys um, you came out in the fall cup last year. Um, you know, how, how ready are you guys to roll here? We're ready to roll. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think we're ready, man. Like coming to practice, uh, especially like, Recently, I feel like our team have improved a lot and we attract a lot of new players, a lot of talents. And I think we're, we're going to be ready for sure. We're going to hopefully shock the world, <laughs> shock the league. Shock the league. I like that. Hashtag shock the league. Put that on Instagram. Shock the league. I like we're coming. it. Oh, we're coming. oh wait, we're coming. Uh, the hashtag we're putting on there. I love it. Yeah, the hashtag we've kind of been rolling right now is uh, hashtag inter, uh, inter is coming. Um, yeah, oh, that's really good. You guys should throw that on a t-shirt. Oh yeah. We we made the logo. We were just like, you know what? Inter is coming. Inter yeah. is coming. I love that. That is fantastic. If you guys don't throw that on a t-shirt, I will. So <laughs> <laughs> get to it. Um, so uh, obviously UPSL season's happening here in the summer. That's exciting. Uh, but growing a club off the pitch is just as important. If not, I would say maybe even more important than growing the club on it. When you're talking about lower league, uh, you're talking about kind of community level soccer. So what are your plans in terms, uh, in terms of continuing that off field growth and continuing that community growth and kind of, uh, you know, making fans more aware of who you are and getting them more involved with inner Minneapolis. Yeah, one of my biggest goals um, 
is actually to eventually, you know, incorporate a youth academy into inner Minneapolis. I think it's something I'm very passionate about. I mean, when we talk about clubs, we compare ourselves to, I compare my, I mean, one of my favorite clubs is uh, Borussia Dortmund and uh, they have a fantastic youth academy. It's something I look up to and uh, strive towards. Um, but even this year, Sonny is heading our um, MRSL team. So we have actually two teams, Jeremy. And uh, Sonny, like you should, you know, what, what do you have to say about our MRSL team coming up? Uh, yeah, Jeremy. Yeah. So we actually just have a trial, I believe, uh, on last Saturday. So we actually have a, a decent turnout, but we, nice. we actually got a few players that we think is going to help our team. First and second team. So I'm really excited because of the way uh, we're going to structure the MRSL, which is going to be in Division One. I feel like we're going to have two really competitive teams where we take a little foundation of our young guy, our top guy, and our guys that's been with us for a long time. So we're kind of like a mix and match, and, make, and we want to give you an opportunity to play. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be really competitive, but like, you know, it's going to be Division One. It's going to be tough, and we know that. So I'm excited about like my team because uh, we built this team kind of together from the ground up, and Recently, with our name getting out there and the momentum, I feel like we have gotten like significant better uh, talent and significant uh, player to be playing with us next season for sure. Do the two teams train together, the MRSL and the the uh, UPSL squads? Uh, they uh, do not. They actually have separate coaches. Um, so, Sonny, you might be able to go into that a little more in depth. Yeah, well, yeah. At the moment, uh, Jason have a limited uh, space for his facility. Got it. So, right, currently, when the uh, when, when it's the winter in Minnesota, he only have certain spot for certain people. So, during the winter, he only have the UPS train. But, you know, this this winter is the uh, the weather's being really help uh generous to us. So, we already able to get put in a couple practice for, for the MRSL. We actually uh, get outside and she be able to get a get a couple practice in already. So, it's exciting. Uh. As to hopefully the weather stay warmer, we can actually have more practice and be able to kickstart the practice going for the MSL also. Very, very cool. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make you guys look into the crystal ball here. You know, one year, two years, five years, you know, where do you see Inter Minneapolis in terms of their ascension or their continuation in the Twin City soccer community? Honestly, uh for my eyes this team could potentially have uh, a huge impact, not only on just, you know, Minnesota soccer, but also the league that we're in and the other leagues that we're, will potentially we want to be part of as well. Um, ideally our, 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 uh, our goal is to grow this team as much as we can and get every and improve the competitiveness. Um, Cause we know it's, uh, Minnesota, uh, Minnesota sports, you know, we, we struggle to, you know, get better every year. Honestly, you know, we always have that little bit of hope, but um, we just want to grow this community that is in Minnesota right now and, and kind of just get people to love soccer a lot more. Uh, I know it's a sport that's growing, uh, you know, the, you know, uh, MLS has been like around for like the past 25 years, 26 mm -hmm. years, I think. And honestly, we're like 70 years behind from the English league. So this, this sport is going to grow. And honestly, we're, we're, we're at the right time to have this happen. So Ideally, uh, as a team, um, th this our team could impactfully uh, make a difference here in the in the state. We won't break your heart. We promise. We won't break your heart. We're not the Vikings. We're not the Timberwolves. We won't hurt you. Please support us. We won't hurt you. <laughs> oh, no, man. we do talk about that a lot, though, Jeremy. I say. I mean, like Randy. I mean you know we're we're literally 70 years behind the premier league and you know it's 70 years from now in, in a market like the united states you talk about teams like turbo teams like Blora, teams like fc minneapolis and minneapolis city we could be a huge market let's say even in the next 10 or so years here comparatively like as we catch up in this whole world of soccer i mean me and Randy daydream on a constant basis. And we, we want to be in the MLS in the next 25 years. Like, <laughs> that's our goal. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Work your way up, man. Work your way up. Well, it'll yeah. start 
with the UPSL, the inaugural UPSL season for Inter Minneapolis this year, May 1st, first regular season game, like we had mentioned, take on Inter Minneapolis this Saturday. That'll be interesting to, to uh, follow that and see the outcome of that. And then heading on down to take on the Texas Spurs in Dallas later on this month. Um, guys, can't thank you enough for taking some time to join the podcast and, and uh, you know, tell us a little bit about Inter Minneapolis and what we can expect from you guys. Uh, before we go, though, tell us how uh, people can learn more about you guys, interact with you guys, and support what Inter Minneapolis FC is doing. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Inter Minneapolis. It's MPLS not Minneapolis, the whole, the whole thing, but you can also follow us on Facebook as well. Um, as well, you can follow, go to our website. It's www.interminiampls.com. We're going to see uh, Jeremy doing any dances on TikTok anytime soon. Inter Minneapolis TikTok <laughs> account. Sonny's all over the TikTok. Jeremy, we're actually talking about, we actually think about having a TikTok for our uh, YouTube, uh, our team you know just to do like different challenge with our play because we have a bunch of like diverse and a fun group of yeah. guys we actually thinking about doing hey why not just throwing like a fun video challenge for our guys to do while you're playing like while you're doing practice and playing games and stuff like that <laughs> so many ways you can utilize it begging me to do a tiktok game you know what if he if he keeps persisting i may i may just do one or two for him <laughs> hey <laughs> top of the table i'll do tiktok dances all day long Oh, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a good deal. <laughs> sounds like a good idea. Oh, man. AJ, Randy, Jeremy, Sonny, Inter Minneapolis FC. Um, thank you guys so much. You guys have some merch actually on your website, I see. You got a couple uh, hats, got a couple of uh, hydro, uh, hydro water bottles here. So if you want to support them, it's innermpls.com. Uh, you can buy some merch and just learn more about Inter Minneapolis FC as they enter their inaugural upsl season cannot wait to see how you guys fare in that first season guys thank you so much again i appreciate it thanks for having us jeremy thank you, Jay. Yeah, thank you jeremy. remember guys inter's coming inter's coming <laughs> print the shirts is coming. print Woo! the shirts <laughs> that interview on 10,000 pitches was presented by our friends at pod mn i want you to go to your Apple App Store or your Google Play Store, whatever kind of phone you have, and type in PodMN, P-O-D-M-N. Hit that download button. And when you go there, I want you to search for Minnesota soccer. You will find that in that dropdown, you have all your favorite Minnesota soccer podcasts right there in one place. I'm looking right now. We have Sound of the Loons, Crafty Rogues, Equal Time Soccer. Uh, we call it soccer. The Minnesota Soccer Podcast, 55-1, the Daves I know, all right there. One-stop shopping for all your favorite Minnesota soccer podcasts. And also, I got to admit, 10,000 Pitches is on there too. And it's more than just soccer. It's more than just sports. They have Vikings, Twins, Gophers, Timberwolves podcasts. They have local true crime story podcasts, local news podcasts, local entertainment podcasts from Minnesota creators, Minnesota podcasters, all in one app. And I haven't even gotten to the best part yet. The best part is that you can actually win prizes just for listening to podcasts. Go to your Apple App Store or Google Play Store, download PodMN, and go to PodMN.com to learn more. Big thanks again to the guys at Inter Minneapolis for uh, taking the time to talk to us uh, this week about uh, just getting ready for their first uh, ever UPSL season. Uh, friendlies against Minneapolis City and uh, Texas Spurs coming up for them as well. Uh, so uh, definitely go check them out. Uh, InterMPLS.com is where you can go find them. Um, Ethan, you got a nice review for us this week? I do. Cue the music. Um, all right, so this is a 2021 ad. All my other ones have been 2020. This one comes from uh, Spence underscore MN. The subject reads, lots of MN youth soccer coverage. Great interviews with the people making MN youth soccer happen. Thank you, Spent MN, for the nice review. That was yes. five stars. Um, yeah, thank you so much. And, you know, a bigger thanks to the, the people in the youth soccer organizations making it happen. Uh, they're doing yeah, great stuff. Exactly. I mean, without those people coming on the podcast, we would not have gotten that five-star review. So, really, the thanks is to them. So, But thanks again, Spent M. Yep. Spence underscore MN. 
And don't forget, if you want to be, if your nice review wants, if you want your nice review to be featured on the pod, um, like we always say, a lot of stars, little bit of words. For sure. For sure. We'd love that. We'd love that. And just uh, go to Apple Podcasts, look up 10,000 Pitches, or um, just you can Google 10,000 Pitches Apple Podcasts and, and find us there on your web browser if you do not have uh, have an iPhone there. Um, on tap, upcoming matches, like we already said, uh, go for women at Iowa on Sunday at noon and then at Penn State on Big Ten Network next Thursday, March 18th. Before we say goodbye, Ethan, let's talk about Bateau FC a little bit. That's right. BateauFCshop.com. Um, B-A-T-E-A-U-X-F-C-shop.com. FC. Um, they're doing great stuff um, over in Eau Claire. Um, same league as the Hayward Wolfpack, who have just been rebranded. But you know what's better than a rebrand? Not a rebrand. Um, what does that even and mean? And that's what Bateau FC is doing right now. So you can head over there right now, get merch with their current logo. Um, a lot of great designs there, some new ones on the way. So head over to BateauFCshop.com. Dot com use code pod pod for 10 percent off your first order all right ethan thank you thank you to the listeners thank you spam thank you bateau thank you stimulus athletic thank you pod mn and uh just just very excited episode 40 who would have thought we'd be who would have thought we'd come this far ethan i know i didn't um we'll, <laughs> we'll just say you did shot <laughs> ah, man um we'll just say you did shots off camera and you missed him. There you go. Oh, I missed one. Oh, oh, made one. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I, uh, but no, yeah. Uh, episode 40. I think it's about time for the midlife crisis. Yeah, probably. Podcasts. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's already here, Ethan. Maybe we've already reached midlife crisis. I don't know. We, I feel like we gotta, we gotta buy a sports car or something. I don't know. There we go. There we go. Maybe I, I'll do that between now and the next episode. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would right. be really cool. Bye. But uh, bye, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in. Um, thanks for 40. We wouldn't be here without you. Have a good one.